We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice, your guys, Derek and Cody, back for another one, guys. Hey, you know what, Derek? It's been awesome to see the Indianapolis Colts come out as strong as they have, 2-1 and one so far, leading the AFC South. And you know what's been better, Derek? Or I guess maybe not better, but you know what's been a really good thing to see? A word that we didn't see around here for a long time in Indianapolis under Frank Wright. It's a longer word. It's a word that was preached a lot, but did not. That the words and the actions did not line up. That word is accountability. And I tell you what, Derek, through three weeks, we have seen more accountability from Shane Steichen, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, than we saw for four years under Frank Reich. Four years under Frank Reich. We have seen three weeks already Shane Steichen do more accountability than Frank Reich did. Let me just, let's just dive right into it, Derek, because this is a topic that I'm obviously pretty passionate about because I was it was so frustrating at times trying to watch Frank Reich and just the whole thing. We know, we know about it. You know my beef with Frank Reich and all that stuff. But let's just dive right into it, man. Okay, so here we go. Week number one of the 2023 season, Colts roll out Deion Jackson. He is the running back one. Derek, when I tell you bad performances, that one might just do it. That might be one of the worst running back performances I've seen ever. Like Deion Jackson was terrible in that game. I mean, terrible. I mean, to the point where we made a video saying, does Jonathan Taylor now have leverage because that's how bad the Colts running back situation is right now? We made a video about that. And you know what happened? Shane Steichen said, that ain't ever happening again. Oh, by the way, he fumbled twice too. I forgot to add that. Two fumbles, ran for under two yards a carry. Just terrible performance from Deion Jackson. He looked lost. He looked overwhelmed. He just looked like he did not belong on a football field. Okay? So what happens after that? The Indianapolis Colts in week number two, they get back Zach Moss. Guess what? 
Deion Jackson doesn't even touch the field in week number two. Zach Moss, and I've never seen this happen, Derek. Zach Moss got all the running back carries in week number two. Every single carry was Zach Moss outside of Anthony Richardson. It was Zach Moss all day long. What happens in week number three, leading up to week number three? Deion Jackson is released. So the starting running back for the Indianapolis Colts in week one is no longer on their roster. So Shane Steichen says, okay, you perform poorly. You're not going to see the field, Deion Jackson. I don't care how much I like you as a person. We're trying to out here winning football games. We're trying to be out here. We're trying to put the best product on the field. And if you're not up to it, all right, see you later. Good luck. That's what he did with Deion Jackson. And then we just saw, Derek, leading up to week number three, something that we were all very surprised at, Daryl Baker, who was the cornerback number one for the Indianapolis Colts the entire spring, the cornerback number one for the Indianapolis Colts throughout the preseason, cornerback number one for the first two weeks of the season. We see him have a poor performance in week number one. Calvin Ridley has over 100 yards. A worse performance in week number two, where Nico Collins has like 150 yards on him, and we just see what appears to be bad effort by Daryl Baker at times. Not even attempting to make the tackle. Not even attempting to cover Nico Collins at all. Just completely out of position, similar situation to Deion Jackson, you know, an undrafted guy who just seemed completely out of his element. What do we see in week number three, Derek? We see on the inactives, Daryl Baker is a healthy scratch. He is benched. He is benched by Shane Steichen. And guess who's in his place? Second round pick Juju Brent, who, by the way, had a fantastic game on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. So with that being said, Derek, Shane Steichen shows right there a message to his locker room that if you are not up to performing well and performing to the standard that we set as a franchise, I don't care if you're a first-round pick or an undrafted free agent, doesn't matter. If you're not going to perform well out there, you're not going to be out there. That's what it shows to me. And if I'm a player in that locker room, Derek, that sends a message to me that my job is not safe. Okay? So that's the situation with Shane Steichen right now. We flip it over to Frank Wright. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
where do I even begin with this, Derek? Because there are so many different situations that we saw where it was just baffling. It's like, why is this player on the field? I know I'm talking a lot, so I'll let you kind of take over here with the Frank Reich thing. But, dude, it's night and day for me. It's crazy, the difference. Well, I mean, we even said it, I think we said it last year, specifically with uh, Brandon Faison last year. Yep. Um, who was one of the worst corners in all of football last year. And you're sitting there saying to yourself, like, how could it possibly get any worse? Like, can we possibly just get somebody else in here who might potentially make a play? Like, I mean, this is just ridiculous. How are we not making adjustments to this and that sort of situation? Now, of course, you mentioned it. The word accountability. That was the word that has been, like you said, passed around I think the word accountability really started taking place in 2021. And then by the time uh, it hit middle of 2022, we just realized that there wasn't any accountability being taken in the locker room by anyone in position of power. It was all just a a ploy. Nobody was doing anything about it. And that's ultimately why Frank Wright got fired and why he's on another team preaching the same exact thing where their team is one and two. Oh, so, they're oh and three. three. My bad. Oh, and three makes it even worse. Don't I tell you more, but at the end of the day, you're right. You look at what Steichen has done so far. Of course, he's been saying all the right things, but you want to see that continue to be shown. Obviously, like you said, Dion Jackson has a flat out terrible game against the Jacksonville Jaguars gets benched basically the next week when Zach Moss comes back, he is basically not, doesn't even touch the field. And then the next week after that, Cody, like you said, he didn't just get released. They brought in Trey Sermon, who was part of Steichen's old group with the Philadelphia Eagles. He got cut. He was a surprise cut for the Philadelphia Eagles at the end of training camp. And, Steichen probably went to Ballard and said, hey, I know Sermon's ability. I like Sermon's physical uh, running ability. Please bring him in here. And Ballard said, all right, we'll trust you. Let's bring him in here. Let's at least give you another running back until Jonathan Taylor comes back. So it goes to show you, I think the biggest thing, Cody, has not just been, it. it's not been, if you have a terrible game, we're just going to bench you. I don't think that's how that goes. Everyone has bad games. And you mentioned it with Daryl Baker. Like, lots of corners get burnt in this league, Cody. I mean, it's just, as we're recording this right now, Devontae Adams is torching the Pittsburgh Steelers corners and has 15 receptions for 200 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, whoever the corner is for the Steelers, guarding him is not going to get benched because of that. But what you see from... What you mentioned with Daryl Baker was a lack of effort that was being shown. That was the biggest trigger for Steichen. You saw it with Deion Jackson. He barely looked like he knew what he was doing. And when you fumble the ball twice, you just show you're careless with the football. And that is what is going to get you replaced with a guy that actually means it when he says, 
I will hold you to a higher standard. And Daryl Baker, the same way. Every corner gets burnt in this league. But when you have situations where we're questioning whether or not you're even trying to tackle a guy, that once again, because what makes that situation even worse is Juju Brents, the week prior to that, Cody, remember the Colts coaching staff said Juju is not mentally ready to play the game of football. Not mentally ready. That's why. And you got benched for that kid. The kid that the coaches said was not ready. And you got benched by him. And that shows that you were, it's not because you weren't a better quarter. It was simply because you weren't trying harder than this kid. And they wanted to make a change. And Juju went out there and played a better game than I think Daryl Baker could ever play in his life. Which I think now will show you once again that I think Daryl Baker, bearing injury, probably won't see the field again for the Indianapolis Colts as far as I'm concerned. I mean, Derek, I, I just want to share a stat with you from last year. You mentioned Brandon Faison. He played in 16 games. He started four games. Okay. You know, he started some games. We were kind of confused. This is the one that's the most egregious to me. Matt Pryor, last year for the Colts, started nine games for them. It took them nine games, nine games to replace Matt Pryor with Bernard Ryman. Isn't that insane to you? Like, that's crazy to me. It's like, yes, okay, I'm not saying that, like, if you mess up once, Steichen's going to bench you. That That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you're continuously hurting your football team, like Baker was doing, you mentioned what Deion Jackson was doing, it's not like he just had a fumble. Everybody has those things. But the fact that he had two, it's like you a continual repeated pattern of not being up to the standard. If that's the case, Steichen says, I'm willing to move on. I'm willing to move forward and try something new for the next guy up to see if he's ready, you know? And so that's the big thing that I think is good about this accountability is not that they you know have everybody on a short leash, but it's that they want to win no matter what. And if they feel like this player is hurting their team, hurting their offense, hurting their defense, hurting their special teams, and they're continuing to do the same things every single week, they're not going to just wait around and hope this guy gets better. That was one of the things that was so frustrating about the Colts the last couple of years. There was always like that one or two players on their team. You're like, why are they starting? Why are they getting the amount of reps they're getting? I mean, gosh, Al-Kadim Muhammad in 2021. We, we knew that. You know, we knew there was other players better than him. So why in the world was he playing and starting and getting all these reps over guys who were clearly better than him? It felt he wasn't like effective. it felt like Reich and it felt like Reich's loyalty to some of these players was was bad to a fault. And I think that impacted Chris Ballard as well. I think Chris Ballard fell into the trap of what Reich was feeling, where it's like, I have to stay loyal to these players when in reality you don't. Like, this is this is a business, and if guys aren't playing well, then you need to get rid of them, or you need to demote them. It's how the game works. And I think Steichen coming in, has been a breath of fresh air, not only for the fact that we're winning games now, but you saw it. Like, he's, we're in a situation, Steichen is not afraid of these guys. Like, 
he doesn't have an emotional attachment to these guys like what Reich and Ballard do, who, you know, for five years prior to that, were building this roster. That's all theirs. Now, of course, Steichen in three, four, five years time, if he's still the head coach here in Indianapolis, he might have a little bit different feeling about it. He might be that way because, you know, he's going to help draft a lot of these guys and bring a lot of these new guys in. And it's going to feel more like his team. But right now, he's not afraid of that situation because these guys aren't his guys. They're not his. So he's coming in here. Of course, he's going to care about all these guys. But it's a business relationship with him and he need, he's all about wins. Like you said, and all about getting the small details, right. And it has shown so far that the Colts have bought in to what Shane Steichen is providing them because you're right. All the smaller details are starting to work. This coaching staff is starting to get these players to buy in the defensive line has drastically improved. The linebacker group improving every game. The offensive line has drastically improved. The running game drastically improved. Things are starting to go in motion for this team right now because of what this offensive coaching staff and coaching staff from the defense too in general is starting to implement the better standard and more accountability than what you had with the previous coaching uh, staff that you had. And I don't think, you know, going to your point about like his own guys, Steichen doesn't strike me as a guy, even if they were all his own guys, that he's going to be loyal to a fault. He, I feel like he does a better job of really, you know, balancing that relationship. Like obviously you have relationship with the players, but like at the end of the day, Steichen wants to win football games more than he wants to, you know, have a great relationship with everyone. I mean, that's just not a reality. You can't be best friends with everybody and also win football games because at the end of the day, some of those guys that you are best friends with aren't going to perform at times. And you need to be able to have that kind of relationship where you're not afraid to bench your guys, you know? And I think Steichen is kind of in more of that mold where he's not afraid to do that. Again, we'll see as he gets more of his guys in the building, but but yeah, I don't think that'll be an issue for Steichen. He doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to ever be afraid, regardless if it's his guys or not. He's never going to be afraid uh, to to make a change if he feels it necessary. And so I definitely think that's interesting. But yeah, I think the accountability, like you talked about, like just the small details that have been missed in the past, while there still are mistakes that are being made, it's not perfect by any stretch, but like, yeah, this team's now, they're finding ways to win, Derek. And that's something we could not say. You know, even in the Jacksonville game, they were competitive. This team is competitive. They're, you know, they they fight, they scratch, they claw, and they they find ways to make it competitive and, and win some games probably they, they shouldn't have won, like against the Ravens, you know? Like they're just a scrappy football team and they have that mentality that they're always in. They're always they always have the ability, you know, to win any game. And I think that just goes back to the accountability of knowing that the guy who's leading you. Is, tr- is striving to get the best out of every single person on your roster. And and I think that just goes a long way when you have a head coach that you know is going to push you, but you know is going to get the best out of you. I think if you're a player, that's just huge for you and your confidence, you know, and it's not – and if you're a player, you know, and you're competing for a starting spot, you know, like, if I perform well and if I do everything I need to do, I can play. 
I can have a role on this team. And I think maybe at times, like I know, like, you know, in situations when I was, for example, in high school, I knew no matter how hard I worked at times, unfortunately, certain coaches had their guys, you know, and it didn't matter how much work I put in, like they were going to be their guys and they were going to play, you know? And so like, and that that's discouraging if you're a player, you know, but like to have a team and have a head coach that is willing to make changes like we've seen, I think that just goes a long way for the roster. And Derek, I think it makes your roster more competitive too. I think it does to, to be like, nobody, nobody on this team is safe. Nobody on this team, you know, gets a free pass. I think that just goes a long way for just the culture of your locker room and what it tells the players in your locker room. And also, I think how it also inspires some of your guys to lead better. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I totally agree. I mean, there's there's something to be said about just the tone of this team is different. I mean, I'll even say it last week, Cody, when the Colts won their first road game against Houston. After that game was over, DeForest Buckner was in the locker room, handed that game ball to Shane Steichen, said, we got your back. We got your back. We're going to keep fighting for you. And Listen, I, I know that Frank Reich was beloved by everyone in the locker room, but I, I didn't hear a lot of guys saying that we were going to fight for you. Like you had defensive, you had players on that side of the ball, Cody, that were talking to the media and online saying that they disapproved of the way that Gus Bradley and Frank Reich were managing the situations with personnel and scheme. It, it guys were questioning them and it doesn't sound like anyone's questioning Steichen right now, because like I said before, they are buying into what Steichen and this team is giving them and it's working right now. And it's great to see. Obviously it's a long season. I mean, who knows? The Colts may not win another game for the rest of the year, Cody. I mean, that, that's going to be quite possible, but I mean, through three weeks, it's probably been one of the easier stretches, but I don't think a lot of Colts fans would have thought that we'd be two and one after week three, and especially our two wins coming on the road and not at home. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely a much better stance on where we're at right now and what it says about Steichen and this team than what we've seen in years past. Yeah, two wins so far and a chance to win all three, to be completely honest with you, Derek. So, like, this team's been competitive. They've had chances to to win every single game. So far, so good at two and one. And we will see again. Like you said, it's still very early in the season, but, like, the early signs are very positive for Shane Steichen and this Colts team. And, again, this is the kind of culture that you really wanted to build. And I think a lot of fans honestly thought you were building with Reich and company and then stuff just kind of fell off the rails. You know, it feels like really in that 2021 season's kind of when everything started. You know, like 
with some of the stuff that maybe they were doing. Maybe Reich and company, they were doing that with Nick Sirianni, for example. Maybe he was kind of more in that Steichen camp, you know, where he was going to hold guys accountable. And Reich's more of the, you know, kind of laid back guy that lets things go a little bit more because of he has the relationships. I don't know. But like what I'm saying is that, you know, clearly something went wrong. And this is what we envisioned that the Colts were going to be. And honestly, Derek, it feels like Shane Steichen's a lot more of a Chris Ballard head coach than Frank Reich ever was. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I love that we're talking about it. Obviously, it's so early, and I, I hope that yeah. this continues to keep happening. But, I mean, it's just so hard not to talk about it because, you know, for the last several years, the Colt, uh, us Colts fans have had to deal with mediocrity throughout the last couple seasons, and it just hasn't gotten better. But you're seeing just it, it feels like a cultural shift inside mm-hmm. the Colts locker room, despite this team, you know, going through what was called a rebuild, you know, so far. And we're what now tw- uh, almost 20 percent of the way through the season and the Colts have a winning record and we're sitting at top of the division. I mean, it may not it probably won't stay that way, but I mean, it it did happen, though, and it's great to see that the Colts are off to a good start. I mean, you couldn't ask for much more as a Colts fan if you're looking at it from uh, the point of view of what Steichen is doing. Yeah, and have some faith, Derek. Come on, man. Have some faith that this team can continue rolling. <laughs> you never know. Man, we um, can't. We're Colts fans, man. I can't, I can't sit here and say, yes, I know we're going to do it because, you know, years pass have been like that, but – yeah, I mean, Steichen's you've been conditioned me into a believer, man. He's turning me into a believer. It feels like you've been conditioned for years to like always view it on the negative. <laughs> like all Colts fans just to view everything negatively until proven wrong. I know I felt that way too. So definitely been refreshing. It's been night and day, Derek, for me. And again, it's early, but like even from week one, I was like, I know they lost, but like they were actually competitive. Like they actually like fought hard. Like okay, like I can get on board with this. You know, there was a lot of good signs. And so, yeah, it's it's encouraging to see them continuing to press forward. Again, we don't know how many wins the Colts are going to have this year, but we do know that they have definitely a different change in their culture from what it's been the last couple of years. And that's definitely exciting. And it all really comes back to that word, accountability. So guys, let us know your thoughts in the comments below about this culture change from the Indianapolis Colts, the accountability that Shane Steichen has brought to this locker room and to this franchise, and potentially how you see already the moves the Colts have made in the accountability standpoint and how that's potentially helped the locker room and really kept reinforcing that accountability that Shane Steichen talks about a lot. So let us know your thoughts, guys, in the comments below. If you're still here, still checking this out, be sure to hit the like button. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to hit the notification bell so that you are in the loop when we drop new content. Derek, I know we have a lot coming this week in regards to the Indianapolis Colts. So if you guys want to be along with everything that we are doing for that, be sure to do all that stuff. But other than that, that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. 
and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com